Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our liturgical calendar is an ancient gift. As Advent moves into Christmas and Christmas into Epiphany and Lent and Lent into the great 50 days of Easter and finally the season after Pentecost, I find that my life is constantly being transformed by this ancient gift. As we pray the different collects, and as we hear the different readings appointed for each Sunday as we move through the seasons. I tend to live my life by our liturgical calendar. For me, the time and seasons ebb and flow with our liturgical calendar. So that today, for me, it is the sixth Sunday of Easter, much more than it is May 6th. And that in two weeks, our bishop will drop in on us to confirm and baptize. And that day will be the high and holy feast of Pentecost, much more so than May 20th. So when many people expressed to me this week their unbelief that May was already here, I expressed my unbelief that it was already the sixth Sunday of Easter. It seems only yesterday we began our shout, The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. It seems only yesterday we were mumbling our way through the eight verses of Hail the Festival Day. It seems only yesterday that we could not fit one more soul in this sacred space. It seems only yesterday that the children were dressed sweetly in their ribbons and lace with baskets in hand, prepared to stiff arm anyone who dared to approach that egg they had their sights on. But here we are. Here we are indeed. We have heard about the testimony of the women and what they saw at the tomb. We have heard of the disciples' great fear and unbelief. We have heard about Jesus' appearances to them. We have heard Thomas' confession, my Lord and my God. We have heard how Jesus ate in their presence. We have heard him tell his fear-riddled followers, peace be with you. Touch the mark of the nails with your finger. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. It is me, do not doubt, but believe. 
in these past couple of Sundays, we have heard Jesus say, I am the good shepherd and I am the true vine. It is indeed the sixth Sunday of Easter. It is indeed May. I've got my seersucker britches on because the Kentucky Derby was yesterday. And according to my grandfather, a Kentucky man, you do not wear seersucker until the Kentucky Derby. Youth Sunday is next week. Graduation is upon us. And soon we will observe what is called the Feast of the Evacuation, or Summer. But on this sixth Sunday of Easter, I want to take a look back. I want to take a look back before these past Sundays of Easter, before Jesus told us he is the good shepherd and the true vine, before Thomas, before Easter Sunday itself. And if I may, I want to look even further back than that to before the Easter Vigil and Good Friday. So let's look back to Maundy Thursday. I want to go back to Maundy Thursday, not because our gospel lesson takes place on Maundy Thursday, as Jesus and his disciples are gathered for supper before his passion, but because Jesus tells us again today, this day, the sixth Sunday of Easter, what he told us on Maundy Thursday. Love one another as I have loved you. The word mondi is a derivative of the Latin word mandatum, which means commandment. More so than instituting the Last Supper, more so than foretelling, foretelling events to come, such as Peter's denial and Judas's betrayal, Monday Thursday is about that new commandment that Jesus gives us. Love one another as I have loved you. After Jesus takes off his outer robe, after he ties a towel around his waist, after he fills a basin full of water, he washes the disciples' feet, all of their feet, Judas included. After he is finished, he tells them that they ought to wash one another's feet. The foot washing at Monday Thursday is powerful for me. During the foot washing, the world gets a little bit smaller. The world gets a little bit more understanding. The world gets a little bit more loving. It is an act of humble service. It is an act of vulnerability. For some, it is downright uncomfortable. For many, it is putting into action Jesus' commandment. For my station up here in the chancel, I have a bird's eye view of the foot washing. The young washing the feet of the old. Daughters washing the feet of fathers. Mothers washing the feet of sons. Old friends washing the feet of old friends. Long-time members washing the feet of newcomers. I was at a funeral visitation recently. As I was sitting to myself in the parlor, I was approached by someone who asked if I was the priest at the Chapel of the Cross. Yes, I am one of them, I replied. He said, my daughter recognized you. Our family has been to your church a few times. I wondered if I had ever met him before. He did not look familiar to me. We come to your Monday Thursday service each year. 
Oh, really? I replied. Do you also go to the agape meal? Yes, and we love it. We feel very welcome. And do you actually go up for the foot washing? Yes, that and the stripping of the altar are our favorite parts of the service. I was blown away. Here was a visiting family, unknown, that not only comes to our Maundy Thursday service, but participates in washing our feet and eats with us in silence each year. Then he went on to say, I am a Methodist minister. I am in charge of pastoral care at my church. Each year, I come to your Monday Thursday service because it gives me what I need to pastor to my congregation throughout the year. Simply amazing. Simply amazing that what we do here on Monday Thursday gives strength to this minister to do what he does every day of the year. I have heard some argue that the foot washing should be a sacrament. I wholeheartedly agree, and I believe this Methodist minister would as well. Oh, that we could wash each other's feet more often and dwell in those tender moments more than just one time a year. But with these words from our Lord this day to love one another as I have loved you, I'm reminded that there are ways to wash one another's feet that do not include a pitcher of water or a basin. And it need not be Maundy Thursday. When we respect the dignity of every human being, we wash one another's feet. When we strive for justice and peace, we wash one another's feet. When we seek and serve Christ in all persons, no exceptions, we wash one another's feet. On this sixth Sunday of Easter, on this sixth day of May, let us love one another as Christ has loved us. Let's get out of here. Go out into the world and wash one another's feet. Amen. Amen.